0: What's up, hot queens? <laughs> Did you bring the baby gherkins?
1: <laughs> this is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. astronomical, astronomical. I hate to see it. Wasted potential. Are you drunk? <laughs> <wrong?
0: laughs> <laughs> so drunk right now. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to bad. To bad, Up. <laughs> Where we're not we're, like we're others. not like other
1: authors. Authors. We're we worse. worse. Oh no. See, this <laughs> is too hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is too hard. That was like, I'm- di- I I felt like I was in the Red Room from Twin Peaks. <laughs> Everything was, like, delayed. My eye, like, that just freaked me out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm Claribel Eretjaga.
0: <laughs> and I'm Ryan LaSalle. and we're two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. Woo! Woo! Goodness gracious. Good. Oh, my God. Here we are once again. Once
1: again. The Bad Author Book Club. The Book Club. Don't okay. sue us, Kelly.
0: Before we get started uh if you want to follow us on social media we're at anchor at anchor.fm slash bad author book club you can find all of our episodes listed there twitter at bad author pod instagram at bad author book club and our website is bad author
1: why do you always whisper that part i don't want you to change it but it's <laughs> funny that like you're loud every other time and when you start reading the socials Everyone, as you go breath. down... I'm, just, I'm <laughs>
0: running out of I'm like, I'm like Lincoln in Breath of the Wild. I've only got a certain amount of stamina to spend. You know...
1: I've never finished that game because when I started it, I threw, what is it, your shovel or your axe in the (laughs) lake in the beginning and I got so frustrated and I was like, I'm never playing this game again and I literally have not opened Breath of the Wild since.
0: Link is just standing at the edge of that pond, like, arms crossed with his little pointy hat. that's me.
1: (laughs) Maybe if I opened it and actually moved on from that moment, my life would be better. It's funny, Mm -hmm. I've been watching our numbers on Anchor and we have a lot of new listeners and a lot of, like, more consistent listeners i'm so excited and i'm really excited for the second season i hope that like everybody comes back and we get like a whole bunch of people
0: yeah um
1: it's gonna be really great
0: i can't wait i can't fucking wait and we'll be announcing a lot of the stuff uh soon-ish what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap up our mm-hmm. read of model we've got the acknowledgments today which we'll get to in a second i want to do some reflecting on you know the time significant amount of time we spent with tyra and then we will pause, and Claribel and I are going to do some planning, and then there will be a big announcement about what we are reading next. So, um, at that point, yeah, I think I think we're going to get a, an influx of people. I also think a lot of people are going to find Model Land when Tyra Banks launches Tyra's Model Land in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think a lot of people are going to find like the book, and then I think like we come up pretty. Quickly in searches for the book, which is very funny. Yeah, it's uh, so, so uh,
1: funny. Well, because we've been consistently posting about it for like the past two years. I know. And, like, the like... only people who have been. <laughs> we took over the SEO. Sorry, Tyra. <laughs> Pay us for like to go away, I guess.
0: Oh, incredible.
1: Today's episode is The Acknowledgements of Modeland by Tyra Banks. <laughs>
0: When I tell you, I was so excited to read these. I don't know what, what, like, and I would love to know what your, like, approach is for acknowledgments, but everyone's first book's acknowledgments are usually unhinged. Because you think everybody and anybody who has had even the remotest influence. Uh, Mm, I did this, I'm sure you did. Like, we've we've all done this. So I was, you know, knowing Tyra, I was so excited to see who she was going to acknowledge.
1: I was also excited, and I was, like, pleasantly surprised by the acknowledgements in a lot of sections and I and also annoyed which you know that's normal for me but um for the most part I was I was kind of surprised at how sweet it was and yeah how thoughtful Tyra was um but we'll get into that for me I definitely same as you like I mean by the time I wrote my acknowledgements I had been working towards being an author for close to five years so a lot goes into that there are a lot of people that you want to thank and a lot of people that you that maybe didn't necessarily do anything to help your career but that you just want to acknowledge because like they're part of your family and it feels special to sort of like give them a little shout out and yeah you know make them a part of the whole process um for me i definitely did that i used the amount not the acknowledgement of ghost squad to settle a dispute between my niece and nephew (laughs) about like somebody who tripped somebody else and like whose fault was it really yes And I reserve the right to reverse that decision in later acknowledgements, and maybe I will. But there's something about putting something in writing that makes it so final. It's like, oh, you want to one-up this? You publish a book. Oh,
0: babe? (laughs) Yeah, you're talking to the person who editorialized their breakup and is now forcing my ex to do marketing (laughs) for my
1: current book. Can I just tell you, if you guys haven't, first of all... Ryan's ex, Sal, is the most beautiful man that I've ever seen in my life. Like, he's just Gorgeous. so cute, so Stoned hot, him. so silly. I yeah. just love him. And, um, oh, you'll meet him sh-
0: tomorrow. You're going to meet him at the honeys party.
1: Have I never? I f- oh my God. I don't, that's think, I don't so think you've ever strange. actually. We, we've never met. We've yeah, never met. We oh never my really God. Was. I'm so excited. I feel like I know him because I've seen yeah. so many shirtless pictures of him. <laughs> I don't Every inch really of his
0: body. Sh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, very cutely Sal recorded, um, himself opening the honey box, and he sent every single take to Ryan, which if you've ever tried to make like a promo video of any sort, like it, sometimes it takes a really long time and then Ryan edits it together and like Sal keeps like clapping, like, all right. Let's go. And like yeah. Ryan was like <laughs> zoom in to his hands. It's so good. It's so funny. Um, it's just it's just very charming. Yeah. I love that you guys are still friends. It makes me really happy. Yeah. Um, and I love how supportive he is of your career. I just think it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, he's really he's really great. And I'm glad that we have our, our friendship and we've been through so much like random stuff together, but uh, but it is very funny to like look at like everything from his point of view, because imagine you date somebody, you break up with them, and they write a whole fucking book about it and dedicate it to you.
1: Love <laughs> <Stop laughs> like, it. Truly crazy. I'm sorry, explorer. but I would feel so, <laughs> like, that bit. I mean, you're, you wrote a book um, about um, me?
0: Yeah. Some people can't even get a text back, but I
1: got a book. <laughs> like Exactly.
0: No, so, but all of us say that I totally agree with, like, what you're saying. Like, you know, you put things on paper and it becomes so real and legit and I now when I'm like writing I'm like keeping track of the people that have righted me and wronged me I'm like I can't wait to thank this person The acknowledgements, like I will literally someone will be nice to me on like a hard day while I'm like, checking out of the grocery store and I'll be like Janine you're going in the book like I'm gonna thank you yeah. like I really yeah. do kind of keep a list of people that um have like helped me out and now for acknowledgments I'm much more specific it, first books it's always like everybody who's ever like creatively influenced somebody But now I'm like, okay, people that were kind of integral specifically to like this particular book and it is such a great opportunity to give heartfelt thanks on specific items. So I agree with you. I was really impressed with some of Tyra's notes.
1: Yeah, I I was too. It actually inspired me to dig deeper into every person sort of involved in every step of putting the book together because there's a lot of people who are involved in like the production of a book. Obviously, I kept a list of people as well. I will say my acknowledgments have gotten smaller.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the frizzy acknowledgements are like, thanks. (laughs) 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 Um, But I also, I think there's something to be said for like writing those acknowledgements, like midst in the midst of the pandemic that I was just sort of like over everything. I feel like now, I'll be a little bit more sort of like open to be more um robust. Yeah. <laughs> but not not quite as much as the first one. But right. all right, let's get into these acknowledgements. In. Um the first thing we start off with is Tyra talking about like how she got the inspiration for Model End, which I've heard many times because I've watched like videos and uh-huh. read stuff about this. So she was in a car on the FDR drive in New York City and she which, you know, famously when you're in a moving vehicle of some sort your brain wanders and you start thinking about things i really hate like because jk rowling came up with harry potter on a train now like famously nobody else is allowed to come up with like ideas like
0: i didn't even know that is that true yeah
1: yeah it is that it's a famous story that like she was on a train and she came up with the story and i'm like that's great but it's also very common and like it, it 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 makes me angry when like someone else will say like something similar and people are like oh like jk rolli i was like she didn't invent trains (laughs) or thinking on them no okay no it's okay for people to get ideas in the famous way that other people get ideas very (laughs)
0: inspired i can be on the like dirtiest soundtrack train possible and i will feel so inspired just watching everything rush by and I love that it was on FDR. What a confusing place to, to produce a confusing book idea. That yes. totally makes mm. sense. I love the line where she goes, Four years later, that scrap of paper has transformed into a book or a digital thing of a which is thingamajig, ironic because the yeah. book actually is only available as a physical thing. There is as no a physical, digital.
1: Yeah. I wonder what the reason behind that is. It makes me sad because I wish there were um, ebook copies so that like yeah. our listeners could have uh, read along. I will say that for the second season of bad author book club you will be able to read along with us if you so choose so that's going to yeah. be like a nice fun bonus i think the reason um, that it
0: was never produced as an ebook is just because they sort of knew that they were going to do like a print run of this and make as much money as they could on like an initial run and ebooks have like a lower margin and would undercut so they just were like ah, let's not do it and then when the book didn't take off they just never actually got to it
1: ah okay
0: that makes sense. Thinking.
1: Okay, so, so the, you know, the scrap of paper, which she calls uh, she calls scratch paper, which I haven't heard in a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, that's what, like, my teachers used to call, like, just, like, loose pieces of paper for you to, like, scribble on when I was, like, in elementary school, but I haven't heard that in so Someone long. Someone
0: gave Tyra, like, a little workbook. They were giving her, like, a coloring book, <laughs> and she was, like, flipped yeah. to the blank page and was like, this is this is my scratch paper. The first, the first, okay, so you may be wondering, she sort of, like, mentions the FDR, but the very first person to get a thank you in the acknowledgements, paragraph two, is the Hudson River. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, 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 the Hudson River, who she... Or that she looked at a lot while writing. So the Hudson River gets its first thank you. And then Tyra moves on to...
1: Wait, hold on. Before we move on, she shades the Hudson River. And I just want to stand up oh. for her integrity right now. Because it's not the Hudson River fault that we as humans polluted her. Yeah. Like Tyra's over here like, I wish you were bluer. I'm like, okay. I'm sure that the Hudson also. <laughs> wishes <which laughs> that it wasn't filled with bodies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's also, not she, do this to her.
0: She also says, uh, she's using a paper notebook that she would write story beats on while sitting by the Hudson River. Story beats, story, a beat is a very like technical term. Like, you don't hear most writers talk about things in terms of story beats, right? Like, that's actually Listen. kind of like a TV term. And I was like, oh my, what is this? What, yes, okay, what, Tyra, what, yes, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, she has beats. I, the oh, fact that okay, the story, be- has, okay, beats, yeah, beats fight. The, like, headphones, and so I just can't, like, I can't, it's so funny, because that, that, the fact that she's using the word story beat to me is, like, so at odds with the story itself, which just feels, like, nonsense, right? Like, the actual plot of this book is just, like, there's no depth to it, so, like, beats are sort of used for, like, the highs and the lows, but this is all sort of, like, one note the entire time, which is just very funny, because I'm, like, I wonder what she thinks that means, but I love that, like, I'm, like, yeah, technical lingo, like, Tyra's not fucking around.
1: She's really not. Um, she she goes on to thank all the cafes that she worked on. Like, this is the beginning of me, like, this and the Beats <laughs> comment was the beginning of me being impressed because, like,
0: yeah, she,
1: regardless of anything that would happen with the book, there's going to be a lot of eyes on everything that Tyra writes. And she knows that. And I think yeah. it's very sweet that she listed all the cafes that she worked at First of all, it's so nice of her to be grateful to them. And second, it's like a nice little promo for them because like people are going to like go over like everything in this book with like a fine tooth comb. Um, clearly. So I thought that was, vi- I thought, I mean, yeah, clearly. Um, so I thought that was very, very cute. Um, and now I kind of want to do sort of like a model land cafe tour. I
0: was just going to suggest <laughs> it. Like we, we like put it together unless we try to like hit different places. Let's. Let's
1: like, do it. We should absolutely. really do it. During the Bad Author <laughs>
0: Book Club meetup in New York City
1: sometime. No we'll... walking tour. Stop. I would yes. so do would that. Be fun? That's that's so... right up my alley. You know, I would look up like the history and I'd be like, and in nineteen forty five, a body <laughs> yes! of history, like under you... the third booth. People are gonna it's be like, like What y- the
0: fuck? You in like a colonial woman's outfit with like the lantern, <laughs> like the walking
1: tour of Salem. <laughs> Not me dressed as Paul Revere.
0: (laughs) Wigs and all. Little ringlet Shirley Temple powdered wig giving the walking to Goodbye. So I, 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 you're right. This is a, it's a really cute thing to think. I also wanted to like think places when I wrote the reverie acknowledgements. And I think I think like for Bedazzle, I think I think like the conventions that I went to, right? Like it's actually kind of cool to be able to think like the places that you wrote. First of all, it's just weird to me that it's like the very first thing she does is thank a bunch of cafes, but whatever. I'm like, that's fine. Usually, by the way, y'all, first thanks goes to like your editor, your agent, your family, right? The people, right? But instead mm-hmm. we're, we're thinking fucking Balthazar. I also, it just underscores the immense amount of privilege Tyra was writing with. Because what, what ensues, and we'll, I want to talk about a few of these, but she literally thanks like, she thinks like the Grecian beaches and like the Pacific Ocean and like the people Morocco. that brought her extension. <laughs> yeah, Morocco. People that brought her extension cords so that she could keep writing on her balcony. Like all of. But you stuff- know
1: they're still mad at her for that.
0: You, like- they definitely tell that story all the time. Like she's definitely like, oh, you know, when they ask who, what was the craziest like celebrity story? Like Tyra Banks writing model and probably comes up. But I just have like. I have the, this compare contrast because it's like Tyra writing this book and then me like, you know, sitting in like a fucking stinking Starbucks, um, not peeing for six hours at a time. Because so the second I got up, a yoga instructor was going to slip in. Like such a different, <laughs> such
1: a different yeah. story
0: <laughs> writing our books. Yeah, this. for
1: sure. And, and to Tyra's credit, she does acknowledge her privilege in being able to write in all of these places, which it's is true. really great because yeah. normally that wouldn't happen. But I, I noticed that too. I, I kind of made a note like, wow, it's funny that she's thinking like Lake Como before she <laughs> thinks her editor. Right. Um, but at the same time, if you really look at it this is sort of a narrative of how she wrote the book like she's writing it in order like what from when she got the idea to like how she sort of like went about like writing it and then she gets to sort of like the making of the thing right and then at the very end she will start thinking like her loved ones and her family um she so after the um after the cafes, she starts talking about, like, the hotels that she sort of wrote in. And, and these are all, like, either mostly or all in New York City. These are just places, like, around the city that she wrote. So, mm-hmm. like... Just, like, on her everyday life. I guess she lives in New York. I'm not really sure. She does. According, or she so did at the I, time.
0: At the time, she lived in New York. Yes. Okay. That's why.
1: That makes a lot of sense. So she also wrote in the Crosby Hotel, where she, like, like set up camp, I guess, and, like, wrote all day, like, ordering breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's yeah. kind of lovely to me, actually. It's we should so try lovely. to do that. It's And honestly, like, not to cut you off,
0: but I find it to be so... This is going to sound terrible, but, like, legitimizing. A big part of, like, I think when people look at this book is, like, oh, my God, Tyra couldn't have written it. But we have said from the start that, like, no, she absolutely did. And Mm -hmm. this, to me, like, helps sort of, like, consummate that visual because, like, here we have evidence that, like, she actually did, like, do the thing that I think all of us have done at one point where, like, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're in the same spot just, like, focused on the work and, like... Of course, we've talked a lot about, like, the actual outcomes and quality and all that fun stuff, too, but never have I ever faltered from the idea that Tyra Banks really did invest a ton of herself in this, and she deserves yeah. mad props for, like, doing the work. And I think that she, like, is sort of telling us in a way, I don't even think she's meaning to in this, but this, to me, felt like her standing up for herself against people that would say, no, you didn't do this, this is somebody else."
1: Yeah, I I completely agree. Actually, some like later on she thanks her Twitter and Facebook fans whose warm smiles of en- smizes of encouragement, I think she said, um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when she struggled with carpal tunnel on her de- deadline and I was like that was my note for that section like Yeah. Literally, I wrote a lot of people doubt whether Tyra wrote this book or not. And I really do believe that she did. And this (laughs) is just sort of like further proof of that to me. Like, once again, one brain cell working on overtime for us. But it it really is true. Like, it just like, you don't, you don't, you don't know what this experience is like and describe things in this kind of specific way of just like, sitting in one place and like, not being able to focus on anything else, but the thing, and, and not just because you're on deadline, but because you feel this like intense passion towards it. And if there's something that I do feel is that uh-huh. when Tyra wrote this book, she was really pouring her heart out. And I think that, you know, it didn't sort of land the as strongly as I wish it would have, because it did have potential yeah. for sure. But like those moments of like creativity and like heart and like, laughter and, like, the monsters and, like, all of this really cool stuff, like, those are the nuggets of sort of, like, ah, there's something there. Yes. Right? Totally. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. And I love and I, now... I, I, Go ahead. Yeah, I, 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 no, I was just going to say, I really do hope that one day she comes back to it. Like, yes. not necessarily even Model Land, but, like, I really do hope that she gives, like, tries her hand at writing again in a way that's, like, a little less overwhelming, because I think yeah. this was, like, a really, really big undertaking for a first-time author. Totally. Um, but I think that she has so much potential to, like, write something that's, like, really cool.
0: Right. She's got what I consider to be, like, a really winning combination of, like, creative and, like, imagination. Like, that energy. It's clear that she's got a ton of creative energy. Uh, she's got, like, the vibes down. Like, clearly she sort of has an idea for what she wants. And then also what's clear is that she's got a ton of discipline. Like, what I don't think people know about Tyra is that, like, and she mentions this here, like, in addition to writing this book, a lot of people consider writing their full-time job, we're full-time writers, um, Tyra's also running, like, a bunch of other stuff. She's also, like, a celebrity. She has, like, a company. Like, and she does kind of go through and say, like, you know, my life as the CEO and chairwoman of, like, Tyra Banks' company, like, that did not stop. Like, there were other stuff that had to that had to happen and I actually think a big part of why there are so many hotels and things it's not just her booking trips to Morocco it's probably because she was there for work or for photo shoots or for any number of like business ventures and maybe some of it was even vacation but she was writing through all of it and I just really admire like anybody supermodel or otherwise that has a full fucking life and then somehow also manages to grab it and wring out the barest amount of like free time to produce an entire book that is incredibly hard to do you and i have both had to do that so i really do respect her um for being able to sort of manage that
1: yeah and also like you know if i had like a shit ton of money ideally, like sort of putting myself in a situation where I don't have to think about laundry or food or and sure. I have people sort of like catering to me would be like the ideal situation. And if she's running companies and TV shows and all of these things as she's writing a book and she has the means, I or almost don't blame her for staying at hotels while she's writing because if I could, I would do the same thing.
0: Oh, yeah. No, me too. Hello? Me too. I don't know, and we're sort of in a really charitable mood, I guess, (laughs) right now as we're wrapping up this book, but yeah, I was feeling all of this, and I was also just mixed with, I think, like, what I now recognize as, like, envy, right? Like, I'm watching her do what I want, right? She has this life that sort of sustains a really sort of beautiful level of creativity. Meanwhile, I'm, like, surrounded by garbage (laughs) all the time, and, like, laundry, you know, the the milieu of, like, not having a ton of money, but trying to do the exact same thing, too, so I I do sort of begrudge her for this but i also at the same time admire her for doing it all the same
1: yeah i think i think that that feeling of sort of like jealousy when it gets to a certain point is is not gonna help in any way i think like um there's a certain toxicity to like wanting a thing that other people have and letting it overtake you to the point where it paralyzes you from doing well at the things that you need to be doing. So I think it's fine to acknowledge that and to say, Hey, that's something that I want. But at the moment that you start letting affect you in a way that like affects your work, then you're just, you're, that's not helping anybody. It's not helping to fix a system. It's not helping to bring light to anything. It's just you hurting yourself. Like you're, you're poisoning yourself. There's always going to be people that have more than you in this life
0: right right and the book's approach like it's like over right like what can we do about it now but find the appreciation
1: um so yeah so anyway um so she goes on to talk about like the time that she was at um laguna beach and she they had to run an extension cord about half a mile to her balcony um she thanks the (laughs) pacific ocean
0: (laughs) (laughs) that one one really got me
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it got me too and then she's talking about where she, when she was at Lake Como it inspired her to write Abigail good and which is the girl who shaved herself in the cemetery and I just want to know how and like tyra sort of acknowledges like um she popped into her mind and she's not sure what the connection is but yeah. thanks
0: anyway <laughs> yeah god i what I would give to to telepathically just witness how Tyra's mind works. That Lake Como equals Good. She does say, she's like, well, George Clooney did live a few doors down and who's, you know, a very hairy person. So I have no idea if that's what her joke is there, but it was funny to no matter what. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of what the fuck in this. What else? Oh, she, she thinks Morocco. Um, she specifically modeled some architectural inspiration off of um, atriums that she saw in Morocco. Uh and this part blew my fucking mind. This is probably my rose, but the (laughs) tea thank you to the wonderful people of the Berber Village I visited. It was a real treat. (laughs) Listen, it was a real treat for me to read a section of Modeland for half an hour to children who didn't speak English. (laughs) (laughs) Ah
1: Hi, if you you're one it? of those children how are please you doing reach out to us how are, are you okay are you good i just about fell off my chair when i read that part i could just imagine tyra enthusiastically reading model land which is not appropriate for children by the way no. um to a group of children who don't speak english it's just incredible to me Oh so good so good so good um Oh, I also wanted to mention right before that, she talks about how she got to, um, (laughs) I think it's Morocco, where where she, they were like pouring tea for her at three in the morning when she was on a writing roll with insane jet lag. And again, very relatable relatable, that like when you're on a a roll with writing, like you don't want to stop and like nothing can stop you. And like you get into these moods and it's like the opposite of writer's block. It's like, I don't know. It's just great and you yeah. just like can't stop doing it but i also wonder if like some of the like really unhinged things that she wrote came during those like writing sessions oh, because i know sometimes when i'm like <laughs> yeah. in a roll, on a roll and it's like three in the morning and i'll wake up the next day and th- what i wrote didn't make sense yeah. right and yeah. like i wonder if that happened to tyra at all and then she acknowledges that a little later on in the Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. I, I had the exact same thought
0: process of like, oh, yikes, baby. And then later she does talk about it. But yeah, I like the part where she thinks, well, she thinks Greece. And then I did like the part where she thinks like libraries as a concept. Um, because
1: sweet. yeah, that was very libraries cute.
0: I also, you know, a lot, of, a lot of us have a lot of fond feelings. And she thinks like libraries. And it turns out she actually has access to some really gorgeous spaces in libraries. Like places that you can't just go. You sort of have to like be like part of like a grant or something like that so mm. you bitch you got to go in these places where like a lot of us would like see ourselves writing beautiful masterpieces but i just also just love like the idea of tower banks like sitting in like the lincoln center like new york public library branch like writing modeling yeah that's really fun which
1: <laughs> same i wrote a lot of my first book at the new york public library specifically oh, yeah. in in the rose reading room the rose when they reading remodeled room, yeah. it When they remodeled it, I was actually part of their Instagram empty and I got to be one of the first people to go in and take pictures and videos of the remodel and it was very cool. So she thanks the Beverly Hills Library because apparently that's where she came up with the Opera lyrics for the Belladonna. Funny.
0: She goes on to thank the... She d- does thank Twitter and Facebook for their warm smizes. She thanks the Harvard Business School and specifically a professor for schooling her on Hindi and Indian culture. And I just would be... I would love to hear from that person about <laughs> what their oppression of their consultation yielded. Um, same thing with, uh, uh, I think, another professor who's a leadership professor, who suggested giving the Unicas richer, more vulnerable backstories so we know who to thank for the very brief moments when we glimpsed into... I know, and the absolutely
1: zero resolution or sort of, like, callback (laughs) we got to them at the end.
0: Incredible to think that that almost wasn't in the book, right? Like, my interpretation of this is that, like, these things... Yeah. Like, what was... The first draft was (laughs) a thousand (laughs) pages!
1: How don't you have... Oh God, I don't wanna think about it. It's making my yeah. vagina hurt. Um, she <laughs> moves on to start thanking like the industry people who helped her. So she thanks like her agent. Her um then she thanks her like literary agent, which she calls her book agent. Um, and um yep. her forget, literary yeah. agent uh said that the word supermodel is overused and challenged Tyra to come up with like a new word for it. Um, so that's that's where Intexabellos was, was born. Um, where was the Sevens mm. born? What is the difference? What so, does it mean? I we don't, don't know. Uh, I don't
0: know. She th- she thanks her attorneys, her like trademark attorneys, which if you're Tyra Banks, like I'm sure you work a lot with these people, right? Especially when you're creating something right. like this, like go ahead, thank your attorneys. No, my favorite uh, is that she-, she,
1: she thanks one of her attorneys, Matt Johnson, and she- Named Guru Macho after him, but isn't Guru uh, Macho, like, hideous? Like, famously hideous in the book. I think so. And the, so she, like, she's like, you are you have nothing in common with him. You're not ugly. I'm sorry.
0: That's really funny. I also name people after other people. Like, I'll use, like, inspiration and stuff like that. And I always feel like I have to, like, tell people I have used my acknowledgments many times at this point to be like the like the parents in this book or like you know the family in this book or the the dynamics in this book are not from my real life like parents family mom specifically please don't take this as like my creative yeah
1: for sure because people will think so that
0: it's good to see Tyra and I yeah. we're, we're the same, same. <laughs> they, no they truly then won't. there's
1: a very painful mention of Model Land too painful because we'll never get it and that makes <laughs> me sad oh I know. Um, she start. she thinks, like, just like her, like, business partners and various people she works with, like, in her everyday story, in her everyday life that, like, helped her with the story. Um
0: Well, one of them is, one of them is Michael Sailor, who I think is the ghostwriter of oh. and I don't, don't, like, that name was familiar to me when we were reading it. So hold on. Michael Sailor. Like, I didn't he show up on the Wikipedia?
1: Um, I don't.
0: Michael Saylor is the ghostwriter of the internationally recognized supermodel and entrepreneur Tyra Banks' 566 page. Yeah, yeah, it's on the Paige Turner Awards website. And apparently, he's the one that helped her write this, which is, again, we're not saying like he wrote it, but she did work with him, I guess, on it. And yeah, it says, okay, I'm looking at a website. I don't know. Oh my God, he worked carnival.
1: on Gremlins too. He's writing King. Michael Saylor.
0: Oh. Amazing. Yeah, he's the ghostwriter of internationally recognized supermodel and entrepreneur Tyra Banks' 566-page sci-fi fantasy novel model and published in 2011 by Random House. Michael worked closely with Tyra on the story based on her original notes, wrote the treatment that was submitted to the seven top publishers in New York. Interesting. And was instrumental in the manuscript's successful sales and release. Model N, within two weeks of publication, made it to the NYT bestsellers list. That's what I fucking thought. Someone tried to tell you that that wasn't true.
1: So, so she goes on to thank someone named Madison who read the first draft of this. And Madison, if you're out there, can you please just get in touch with us? What Let do you know? know your...
0: Yeah, please. We want to know, yeah. Madison, who apparently went to an Ivy League school, oh, who read this while studying queen. for the Ivy exam. So, smart cookie, Madison, we want to know your story. Yeah. Apparently a writer in her own right, so she could be someone that we know. Oh my
1: gosh, maybe. So then she goes on to thank a couple different people, including Sarah Shepard, who uh, is a, uh, mm-hmm. did Pretty Little Liars. She also, I loved this part, another mm-hmm. cute part. She thanks Stephen King, not because she actually knows him, yeah. but because she wrote... She read his very famous memoir slash writing manual, On Writing, which is sort of, like, one of the very first, like, instructional writing books that, like, we get introduced to as writers, and it is very good. Like, I loved On Writing. On Writing really inspired me a lot, and I uh, Tyra mentions reading it twice, so I thought that was really sweet, and also, like, yeah, she did. She really worked on this, and, like, when you were talking about the ghostwriter before, like, yeah, I'm sure there was some... He contributed, but, like... You can tell that Tyra was like so super attached to this story. I I fi- I would find it very hard to believe that it was like sort of easy for her to like give seed any control to another writer. Yeah. Like maybe he gave some direction or help with certain scenes. But I do think that this is like by and large like a Tyra Banks production.
0: <laughs> oh, it's definitely a bankable bankable production yeah what's clear is like she did a lot of the stuff that i would suggest newbie writers do right like i was i love on writing it's a great book Mm. uh there's a bunch of other craft books that i would also recommend and i love that she sat down to really like learn to teach herself because i know that she would no one taught her how to do any of this she's just going off of intuition and guts and uh she has a fair amount of resources that's very clear from the acknowledgments one thing that i wanted to point out is that Michael uh, was brought in before the novel even sold to publishers. So probably she wrote this thousand-page draft. Probably she then proceeded to work with him on it, winnow it down to something a little bit more, like, packageable. And, like, that's eventually probably what got, like, sold. And, you know, I don't really know the order of operations. But it's interesting that, you know, she, she was able to kind of hire somebody or her agency or whoever was sort of able to, like, give her a partner to, like, help her with, like, a treatment. But that person definitely you know came in to a situation where tyra had the bulk of the story like already like done or at least like in her head
1: yeah for sure my advice to tyra at the like at that point would have been like once with everything that she did i think the only thing that she was missing was maybe reading like A good twenty to thirty current young adult novels. Yeah,
0: that would have been and revising
1: and revising the book like a good like four or five more times, something like that. (laughs) And and then I think it would have been something like really good because she started from like starting from a thousand pages. It's hard to get perspective. It is very hard to get perspective. Yeah, and if you're doing that on a deadline, that's so hard. Like, it's so difficult for like the best of writers to to make something out of that. So. As someone who's, like, writing their first book, I'm kind of not surprised that there were a lot of loose ends because, like, how do you objectively look at something like this, right? Yeah. It's such an undertaking. Um, right. So let's see what else happens. So she thanks um, Stephen King. She thanks her high school for enriching her mind. Yeah, her English um, teacher
0: she... I thought was really nice. Thanks the English teacher, mm-hmm. Mr. Terry Vliet. Vliet,
1: Vliet. yes. Vliet. yes. Um,
0: it was very, very cute, Um She starts to think the modeling agencies, which Mm -hmm. I, like, I was sort of raising an eyebrow because I was like, is Tyra going to talk a little bit about, like, her own modeling as, like, part of this or as inspiration? Because clearly many things, like, you know, her lawyer inspiring an ugly little debate class person is not the extent of the inspiration Tyra drew from when modeling real people. So I was like, she's going to, like, fucking think, like, Cindy Crawford, (laughs) right? Like... Yeah, she all doesn't. these other people, are, uh, and she doesn't. But we do get a glimpse. She very briefly like thanks like elite models, LA models, um, and a bunch of other like uh, things like the city of Paris <laughs> gets a thank you in this for basically giving her sort of like a lot of the raw material and uh, and letting. I hated the sentence. Letting this big foreheaded, flat footed, skinny cow, cellulite dimpled butt girl be a part of your world like oh does that yeah. not undermine like the like you know the sort of very bold like positive entitlement that like we kind of wanted from this that like it's not about being let right like tyra reshaped the world in such a way that like i don't know i don't know this feels a little bit self-effacing to me
1: yeah it does and like all the things that she tyra is still a very beautifully conventionally attractive woman like yeah. whether or not i do believe that like there were certain things about her that weren't um, sort of accepted in the modeling world. But like, there's such small, nitpicky, sort of like insecurity moments rather than things that, like, by and large, would have people call you ugly for, right? Yeah. Which just shows like how sort of like fucked up the modeling world is. And she's still like, thanks for taking like ugly old me. And I'm like, no. No.
0: Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And I, I feel like it's like a lifetime of probably being criticized and nitpicked. Yeah. Like it sort of creates that apologetic attitude. But um, and you know acknowledgements also sort of create a little bit of that in in a person too, right? Because you sort of get like sappy and you want to frame things in this really sort of like beautiful nostalgic light. But that made me flinch. Just in in combination with the the book's inability to kind of pull off, you know the allegories that I was going for like the fables that I was going right
1: um so she she goes on to thank like the uh cover designer the um her editor uh wendy um she starts thinking sort of like everyone involved in like the production of the book including the people who worked on like end pages and like um all of that which is like really cool and really nice of her to do she also um thanks whoever's reading the book and there was one line in particular that stuck out to me she said that she ho- she wants, she's so nervous and curious to know how each chapter makes readers feel. She yeah. wants to know which ones we love, hate, or love to hate. And I'm like, listen to model, to our uh, breakdown of modeling. <laughs> yeah, we will tell you. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. You don't have
0: to know. <laughs> it reminds me of that Drew Barrymore, like, video where she's
1: like, if you have the chance
0: to go out in the rain, <laughs> do not miss the opportunity. <laughs> like, that's. I'm like, this oh, is how true. I feel to Tyra. Like, if you have the chance for a play-by-play assessment of your book in reactions,
1: do not miss the opportunity! <laughs> <laughs> don't. Um, but I love that she says that. I love that she's sort of, like, open to this criticism. And I really do. I think when choosing Model Land, I felt like Tyra would be sort of, like, able to laugh at herself and take criticism. I don't know. Like, something about... Her approach to things. Maybe I'm giving her too much charity, but it feels like she would she would be like, "That's fine," because like I think that her goal was always to entertain, not to write like the next Anna Karenina, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah. She goes on to thank her partner, who. Oh. By the way, by the time this book came out, they had broken up.
0: <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask if you knew, and of course you do.
1: Oh. Yeah. That, you know, that's always Oh, that's
0: risk. unfortunate. I've had, I'm not going to say who, but in acknowledgments, I've thanked people and I've had to rush... A note to my publisher, like before our first print being like, You need to take this out of the acknowledgments, like because I'm no longer yeah, this on like person
1: speaking is, terms. Is dead to me.
0: Right. And then I've had to like add people back in after we've like made up to Incredible. This is,
1: it's kind I've of I've nice. been I've been put in and taken out of Brian's acknowledgments <laughs> <So> many times. <laughs> <laughs> she does say that he um
0: made her a lot of mouth watering meals while she typed mm. away. And I just feel like I have so much insight. That I don't want. That has been given to me against my will. About yeah. maybe how those delicious meals were consumed. I'm not saying no, for thanks. legal reasons. I'm not making any accusations. But yeah, I'm
1: not happy about that the either. The mind does wander. Um, she admits to being a Disney adult, which yeah. I feel like makes sense. Yeah, that checks um, so. She thanks her brother. And her dad yeah. um, and her mom, who took her first modeling picture and her author photo where she's wearing the suspenders. I thought that was very cute. Me
0: too. Um, Me too.
1: Her mom also read the first thousand page manuscript, which Tyra Banks' mom, call us. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> like a class action lawsuit where like slowly selecting people who had to review the book (laughs)
1: and we're like if you have I just want to know
0: if you are a loved one has been harmed I'm just so
1: curious to know what else what was cut like I just want to know what was supposed to happen in book two like I really am so desperate to know I know Um, someone I asked that I was like does anybody know what was going on with book two and someone was like yeah it was a planned series but then the book didn't do well and I'm like Honey. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, 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 I meant plot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Everything that is publicly distance. available. Yeah. Information about Modeland. I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want a secret. So when so
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Wendy Wendy from uh from the from Delacourt, l- let us know. Wendy's the editor. Let family. us know, Wendy. Wendy. Yeah. Um, We're here. So one thing that I thought was really nice is that the very final line of this, she says that her mom is truly the world's most lovely, most beautiful, most loyal and caring and who, who has ever and ever will live. And then she goes, long live the original CL. CL. So yeah. Her,
1: so
0: actually this whole time, CL is based off of her mom.
1: So her mom was psychotic. Oh, then, yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Wait, I didn't even Her think mom
1: tried to kill her.
0: Yeah, she Cannon. thought that her mom was killing her for a good portion. And then the Munchausen's no. really, <laughs> like,
1: I don't, that's something's something. something
0: up there i thought it was a beautiful tribute at, and because i didn't think of it that way yeah but.
1: i thought it was really cute too i i actually really enjoyed reading the acknowledgments like i felt like it was equal parts like unhinged like thank you to morocco and the pacific ocean which is like not <laughs> surprised but also the fact that she like listed all the people who like worked on the production of the book and the cover designer there's yeah. a lot of authors who are like quote unquote serious authors who don't do that true so for tyra to do that i think was really great um I loved the fact that she like read on writing and that she thinks Stephen King and that yeah. she knows what story beats are, at least in name. I just had a lot of fun reading it. And I'm actually really sad to say goodbye know, to Modeland. I feel emotional about it. I mean, this book got us both through the worst of times.
0: <laughs> really? Oh no, I, I'm with you. And like I guess my like big wrap-up is that well the book itself obviously you know you have a whole podcast dissecting it at like a craft level but ultimately like it does what very few books manage to do which is create a like community around itself and we of course you know Mm. we created that community right like we sort of brought people together for like the bad author book club but like it takes a really really like rich piece of literature to kind of be able to be talked about in such depth and like you know whatever your attitude is about model land and whether or not it sort of qualifies as literature, like, you can take that pompous shit elsewhere because we had a fucking blast with yeah, it and i'm just time. so goddamn grateful that tyra Banks like wrote this book and put herself out there to be read like this and uh and then it sort of gave us the opportunity to like do this together but also to like meet all of the people that we now chat with like daily right like in discord and yeah um we're sort of known for talking about this it comes up in interviews that have nothing to do with uh, the bad author book club and mm. stuff like that too and we
1: meet we meet hot queen's At events that we go to. Yeah, people say hi to us that only
0: have not read any of our work, but like do know the podcast. Don't give
1: a fuck about our books. Just (laughs) want to hear us talk shit about other people's (laughs) books, which I respect. Yeah. Um, I I think that this podcast doing this has made me really examine what it means for a book to be bad, right? Yes. And I think that it's subjective, no matter how sort of like universally – panned a book might be or how dismissed it might be, you can find like nuggets of brilliance and heart. Um, I don't think we either of us were expecting to find so much heart and so much dedication yeah. in the writing of Modeland. Um and you know it did like I keep saying what Tyra intended it to do which was to entertain us she did it she, she entertained did. not just us but like so many listeners right. and I'm grateful for it and I feel really happy that we got through it and that it's time to move out on to the next book yes, I know
0: <laughs> I feel like if we can do this we can really do anything like that's that's my that's my feeling about it Right now, mm-hmm. so
1: absolutely. Thanks for everybody for sticking sticking yes. by us. Oh my god, thank you
0: all to all the hot queens. Thank you, Tyra. Thank you, Tyra Banks. Like for you know a round of applause wherever yes. you are. Stand up. Give her a little bit of sunshine. You fucking did it. Our very very first author on the Bad Author Book Club, first of many, and uh, and we're so thankful and also relieved <laughs> that this long yes. saga is over. But anyways. Please, please, please make sure to rate and review the podcast. Give us some shine on the internet. Help new listeners find us. Join us on Discord to discuss every episode after you listen. You can find the link in our show notes. Our socials are on Twitter. We're at Bad Author Pod. Instagram, Bad Author Book Club. Our website is badauthorbookclub.wordpress.com. I'm saying it loud and proud this time. <laughs> and all of our episodes are listed on anger.fm/slash Bad Club. And if you'd like to follow me, Ryan, I am on Insta, Twitter, and TikTok as the Ryan Lasala. And you can go out and get my new book, currently published last as of last week, The Honeys. It's available anywhere Ouch. books are sold except Amazon because it's sold out. So thanks, guys, for literally selling out the biggest book retailer in the world. You can check your local yes. bookstores and um, Barnes and Nobles and places for it, and it'll be restocked on Amazon t- soon as well sorry can you tell yes. that my brain is like fried anyhow
1: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's okay ryan's literally like on his way to an event in two minutes if you yeah. want to follow me Clarabel, i'm on insta twitter and tiktok at Clarabel underscore ortega and my website is dot com. you can get my book witchlings you can buy the second book in the witchling series the golden frog games you can pre-order it it's out in may of next year and you can get my debut graphic novel Thrizzy! Woo! Oh, Whee! so exciting! Well, this is the end of it—the end of
0: season <laughs> one. So we'll see you next time, next Hot, time Queens.
1: Hot Queens.
0: <sighs> Bye. Christmas. Yes!